Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. The following is rated MA. Some people may find it offensive. It contains language, adult themes and immature content, as well as fart jokes. There will be lots of fart jokes. Listener discretion is advised. You've been warned. We're getting closer to footy season. This is the Weekly Wads, where the countdown has certainly begun. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. If you're a newbie, welcome. It's the fastest, coolest, and at times loosest podcast of the lot. On this edition, we'll hear from Remy Smith, Mitchell Moses, Luciano Leilua, Michael Witt, Adrian Vowles, John Cartwright, and Wade Egan. All the weekly wadges are cool, and most importantly, they're timeless. If you go back through the library, don't think they're out of date. They're not. All interviews are timeless, as I said. They can be listened to at any stage and make complete sense. Before we rip in, a massive six beers shout-out to our wonderful sponsors, Griffin Air Conditioning and Galaxy Finance. The best in the business. Their details are on our website, andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. We'd ask you to check them out. We'd ask you to support those that support us. Question, what's the greatest sound in the world? But what's better than cracking a coldie? Cracking half a dozen. This is Six Pack of Superstars revealing our top six. Michael Witt is joining us for a six pack and having spent four seasons in the UK, Super League, he's been tasked with giving us his best six poms that could have made it in the NRL. Fire away, legend. Mate, number one that springs to mind is James Roby. He's a hooker from St. Helens. Such a fantastic little player. I can't believe he's. He's never come here. I think he's. It's just the fact that they pay him so much to keep him there because he's. He's just a pillar of that St Helens team. Yep. He's just a gun. Next one, I'd say Sean O'Loughlin plays at Wigan. Yeah. Lock forward. He's. Uh, he can kick. He's got all the skills and and a real tough dude too. He would have been fantastic over here. Uh, one that I didn't play against, but I was actually coaching him when I was over there was Yeston Harris. Yeah. He was. Um, he was a gun too. He was a superstar. I think he did talk about coming over here to the Roosters, I think, mm. but ended up signing with Welsh Rugby Union. Um, fantastic player, super skillful, played at Leeds and Bradford. Um, another one, uh, Jamie Peacock, super tough dude. I think a lot yeah. of people remember him from fighting Mace. Yep. But he's one guy that just, he was just, he's a bit like Petro Sivanaseva, just did his job. He was hard, bony yeah. guy. You know, he's always every time you try to tackle him and it hurt you. He was he was a tough dude. You know, he played that real British bulldog. He was he he was happy to have a scrap too. Loved yeah. the scrap, mate. Big Keithy Senior, big powerful yeah. centre. Played at Leeds, mate. Again, just a big powerful guy that 
that did his job every time and made you really have to tackle him. Yep. Um, he never never rolled over. Uh, another skillful guy out of the same Leeds team is uh, Kevin Sinfield. Sort of played 5'8", yep. bit of lock, but super skillful, fantastic kicking game, controlled a game and, and played behind a really good pack. But um, he was a super skillful, knowledgeable player. That'd have to be my six, mate. James Roby, Sean O'Loughlin, Easton Harris, Jamie Peacock, Keith Senior, Kevin Sinfield, six very talented guys, six very hard guys. Sean O'Loughlin's the one for me. Um, yep. I think he could have been a huge success in the NRL. But as you said, the elite level guys are on serious, serious coin over there. What's your social media go-to for Rugby League? It's got to be Clarkie's RL column. Surely, if you're not following them, you're missing out. That's fact. Go like their pages on Facey and Insta. They're really ramping up as the season gets closer. Great sites, full on. You'll love it. Clarkie's RL column. This is the Weekly Watch on Andy Raymond Unfiltered, and it's feature interview time. And joining us for our feature interview this week, one of the game's real improvers of 2020. I'd imagine when you have a good year, you just can't wait to get back playing. Luciano Lailua, is that the case with you, mate? Oh, it is. It is. I actually can't wait to um, start painting it. It's been a been a long um, sort of off-season and pre-season as well. So, um, you know, really excited to um, sort of get back out there already. Has it been brutal? Yeah, it has. It has. It's been pretty, pretty tough, pretty tough. Um, before Christy was um, sort of just the, the foundation building that sort of base of the fitness and stuff. But, um, yeah, coming back now after Christy, it's uh, all hands on deck now. So it's been pretty good. How's the weight? Good, good. The weight's uh, almost there, just uh, another kilo, and um, should be at my plane weight. Beautiful. So it's uh, about 111 now, and I've uh, got to try and get to 110. So Good on you, mate. Now, before we go any further, I've got to ask, growing up with a big brother like Joey, was it difficult? Um, oh, yeah, here and there. It was, it was here and there. Um, it had its moments, but um, it sort of was pretty, it sort of like, um, like he went through everything that he had to go through and I just sort of, you know, try and um, try to do the things that he did, like he didn't do well. So that was probably the, the easiest, the easiest, I sort of had it easy that way, but um, he had it sort of hard that way, so. <laughs> I, I love him and we've always gotten on well, but if we're going to be honest, he's yeah. the loose one of the family. Was he a wild one as a young fella? Um, no, nah, not really, not really. He was, um, he yeah, sort of, he was sort of wild. Like, what I can remember, he was, but it was more when, um, sort of as he got older and, yep. um, got like anger management. So that's <laughs> I always say. He's got real short temper and then he's always been like that. <laughs> How cool is it to be playing with him now? Because two years ago, it looked like it had just yep. never happened. Now, 100%, um, yeah, it was it was like when he when he when he came when um when he came to the Tigers at first, like I just couldn't believe that was actually happening. Like I couldn't believe it, and then I was like, hey, like, holy, like holy shit, like he's yeah. actually coming, and we're actually gonna play together. And then um, obviously the um, last year, you know, he just had his sort of um, up and down year with, yep. and then we sort of we played together in the beginning, but then just wasn't working out, and um, 
yeah, then I'll move to the left. But um, yeah, no, this year he's um, he's coming on to my side. I try to tell him it's my side. <laughs> Mate, that's pretty cool for the family, isn't it? I mean, to to be able to yeah. go go and watch both boys uh, in the yeah. one team yeah. and and on the one side. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be good this year. Uh, I, I can feel it, man. It's gonna be a good year this year, um, especially for the family. They're gonna see um, see both of us on the same side now, and we really like starting to like. Now, like, like know know how we play and yep. what we what we want. So um, that's and last year we sort of wasn't really like we didn't have enough time because he sort of just came in late. Yep. So um, yeah. Now this year we've we've actually started on the same side and we're working like how to get through like what we want. So you're yeah. a standout twenties player, amazing ball skills, and I'm going to say <laughs> even at a young age you had a real feel for the game as a young bloke. It came so easily as yep. well, but there came a point where you realised that to move to the next step, the NRL, you probably needed to yep. be better in terms of discipline and professionalism yep. off the field. Yeah. When and how did you make that decision? Um, it was so after my debut year of 2016. Um. The next year, I didn't play at all, 2017. So that year, that whole year was sort of literally like a learning curve. Like that, it, just because I played last year, that doesn't mean I'm going to play this year. Yep. And it's, yeah, it sort of just like knocked me on the head and said like, like you want to be an NFL player? This is you've got to like like start like being professional and like discipline off the field. And um, yeah, that was sort of like the main like reason like like. When I went into 2018, that's when I sort of like so told myself I need to get a personal trainer. Like I need to, like I need to call my like the nutritionist like at least every week to get on top of my diet and stuff. And um, yeah, 20, that's when 2018 I, I went back into NRL. Well, it certainly worked. You're doing wonderful things, mate. The last two seasons on the field, I reckon you've played. I'm going to say every game. You may have missed one. What's been the key to playing each week, but remaining consistent yeah. as well? Well. I can speak for like last year properly because the 2019 was was a bit hard because I was sort of like coming off the bench of like I was just sort of used in a like a, a utility not really like a bench um, forward utility so I was like coming on as a prop or lock and um, like yeah I want like obviously you want to play NRL but I wanted to really like be a, like a starting back row and like you know own that spot so um, I can speak for last year last year was more of a just. Like I need to like if I really want to like take this serious and like and show that and give faith back to um, the Tigers, or like actually I'm um, getting me, um, you know I had to like show them why, you know like why I am a 80, 80 minute player and a system player at best. Great story from last year, mid September, yeah. and you almost got caught on a footy field when your partner Fedora went into labour. Tell us about what's an amazing day. That, that's a crazy story. It's actually a crazy story. It was like, so um, she got into, uh, what is it called again? Oh, oh she, her water bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her, her water bike. So, um, so her water bike on game day in, in the morning. So, and I'm thinking of just from watching movies, I thought that's it. We, we're going to the hospital and we give birth straight away and then I'll probably go play the game. But that wasn't the case. Like, I didn't know that you have to get into active labour and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, what is going on here? I thought, <laughs> once you paint the water, that we go here. <laughs> so, uh, so we go to the hospital and then they say um, something about the, like, the, the, like, bait, like, um, contraction or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's got to be in the, and I was like, 
oh man so her like she she went for like the whole day and i'm just calling with I'm, I'm talking to madge on the phone talking to our doctor and, and they're sort of like telling me oh uh do you think you can play do you want to play do you want to stay there do you want to play um and I think we were, we could still make the eight. I'm not sure if we could, but like I don't I don't know, but I'm pretty sure we could still make the eight. So I was thinking, oh, this is my first baby. Like this is the first time I'm having a child, and I still want to play. Like so, I was just like, like then my partner was really the one that told me, she's like, you go and play, like, I'll be alright. Like it's fine, you go and play. So um, she stayed at the hospital. I went and played. And I'm like, my head was at the game. It was like, I'm not, not, not gonna make it. It was at the game, but then as soon as the game finished, we lost. As soon as the game finished, I jumped in. I didn't even bother showering. I jumped in the car and went straight to the hospital. And you know what's even like funny? Like we did, like she didn't give birth till the next day. So like, and I'm and I'm I'm sitting at the hospital like completely rattled, smelling too because I didn't even have a shower. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and we still we're still in like a little waiting room thing. We're, we're not actually in the actual room room. Yeah. So I'm like just like getting things to just like start like fanning myself away because I'm like <laughs> like thinking like I'm thinking like bloody Bankwest Stadium. <laughs> and like then, some people don't even know like who I am. So I'm like thinking like they're probably like. What is this many guys doing? You know what I mean? Like it was just—it's cra- it was crazy. It was crazy. And then, as soon as we got our room, I sh- went straight to shower, and then we had baby in the next few hours. How is the beautiful little Ida Lynn now? Nah, she's good. She's uh, just over four months now, almost five, five months. Um, she's good. She's good. She's not keeping up us awake um, as much anymore. So it's been pretty good. Back to the footy field. What's the goal? Yeah, twenty twenty one. Uh, are you a goal setter? I am. I try to just sort of like um, keep it simple, not yep. to, you know, just try and keep it simple. Just on, just like I don't like to get carried away with sort of all that sort of stuff. Which like, like I love sitting. Like you know, I understand when they set goals and stuff, but I always feel like if you're going to set goals, you just got to try and make it like as realistic as possible, like, because you don't want to set yourself up for disappointment and all that kind of stuff. So I just try and like keep it simple, like. Day by day goals, you know, like and short term goals. My short term goal is get my weight down to one ten. Once I get that, then that's ticked off. My next, like, my goal right now is get like literally get to that weight one ten. And um, but if like if I want to think about like in the future, like of this twenty one season, um, I'm literally just thinking of like literally I really want like to get the West Tigers in the top uh, top eight. That's the ultimate goal, you know. What does the side need to do to improve to, to make that realistic? Um, I think we've just got to like like knuckle down on our defense. Is what we've been really actually doing. It's our defense. Like we 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 have no we have no um, like worries of scoring tries because yep. we've got a strike with uh, Jimmy Roberts there now, and we've got BJ on the other side as well. We've got an offer, and um, yeah, like we've we've got like strike players to you know sort of. Get get the score like get the try. So it's just about us uh, communicating in the in that middle third of the of the uh, field. That's where we're like sort of. I think we're all like the second worst in post meters contact. So we just got to try and nail that. And uh, I think uh, it could take care of itself. Thanks for the chat, Luch. We'll do it again soon. That's it, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Andy. Appreciate this. You're listening to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Want to be part of the team? We have both corporate and private sponsorship packages available. You set the terms. 
Check out the website at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au or send an email to Terry. That's with an I at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. This week on the Weekly Watch on Andy Raymond Unfiltered, a cool chat with Luciano Leilua. Another young gun has dropped on in. Remy Smith, first question, obvious question, mate. How have you settled into Melbourne? Yeah, it's um, it's something different. It's a it's a new start, fresh start, new state. Um, but I've, I've yeah, I've fit in pretty good, and I'm I'm feeling the feeling the love from the club, and they've really made me feel welcome. Uh, and the boys, oh man, the boys have been unreal. Really like taking me in, taking me under their wings and stuff, and just yeah. helping me out with pretty much anything, especially on the field and then off the field. But um. Yeah, man, I've been loving it. I'm loving every second of it, man. Seriously, I'm I'm really happy down here. What about the whole turning right from the left lane thing? Have you uh, encountered any issues with that yet? Oh, mate, I try to avoid it. To be <laughs> honest, they're, they're mainly in the middle of the city. So yeah. when, when you go to you sit in the left lane, when it's like in the middle of the lane, like on the left side, and you you, you wait till the red on one side. And then when it's red there, and then you take off and like join the line, it's so weird. I, I, I try to avoid it so much. If I have to drive past it, I just go past and just go a long way. It's a it's a wreck waiting to happen, mate. What were your first impressions of the storm as a club? Yeah, yeah, as a club, um, man, powerhouse. Yeah. Oh, right, just the things they implement, the the things they go by, just their principles and stuff like that. And um, first impressions, I'm, oh, I was blown away. Wow. Um, especially when, yeah, when I first I went down there um, just just for the day it would have been in the off season sometime and went down to seeing the facilities and all that kind of stuff seeing all the um, the Richmond the local area and fire yep. out oh, yeah, man the facilities unreal they're top notch you know it's everything's the best there so now I can really understand being inside that Melbourne Storm box that how how they're so successful. Like always I was always the outside in, looking yeah. in, like, fire out, why is this, why is this, that? Now I'm inside the box. It just feels like, ah, oh, now I know. Yeah, now you get it. Uh Craig yeah. Bellamy, Frank Panisi, uh, the whole club, they love making young blokes better footballers, but their goal is to make young blokes better blokes. Good young men into great young men. Uh, it's nice to know that you've got a support mechanism off the field like that, and they genuinely care about you. Yeah, it's it's like you hit the nail on the head. There, they want you to be the best player on the field, but then that off the field, they want you to be the best person you can be. Yep. They want you to be a giving person. They want you to be a nice, respectful person, and um, that's so huge. Like, it's not always about footy. Like, I think that's a big thing for them. It's not always about just footy, footy, footy. It's about footy, but then it's like, uh, but off field. Make sure you, like you're just respectful. Your um, easy guy, all that kind of stuff comes into it, and to have something like that, it just because it helps you off field. And yeah, if you got your off field going good, and on field's always going to go good. So it's always they I like to balance it out. So um, it's incredible. It's it's so good having Frankie there to talk anytime. But then having Belza there, he's uh, he's been really good to me as well. And just with anything, not always just footy. He just Comes over, see how I'm going, see yep. how things are home going. Um, see how I'm living away from Sydney. He's just seeing how like my mental state is and stuff like that. And, yep. and that's just that's genuine right there. It's not just doing it for the sake of it. The storm's got a reputation of absolutely brutal training. 
Have you experienced that firsthand in your in your first six or eight weeks? Yeah, definitely. Um, far out. The first week was, man, it was one of my hardest <laughs> sessions I've ever had in my life, <laughs> to be honest. Like, um, yeah, the first week hit me like a brick wall. Yeah. Um, like I, I did so much preparation in the in the in the off season, but then you go you can only do so much, and when it comes down to the crunch, that's when it that's when it matters. And fire, I came down to it. Like I, I still held my own, but man, like like you said, that the, they lived up to expectations, and <laughs> I think they exceeded it a bit. <laughs> but uh, like I said before, man, I've been enjoying it so much. It's hard, but after you're like, yeah, man, I'm glad I got that session in. I'm glad it was hard. Remy Smith, thanks for stopping in, mate. Best of luck with the season ahead, and I hope to chat soon. No, cheers. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And next week on the Legend Series, it's not just a surname. This one, it's a dynasty. This is John Cartwright. Uh, Dad, it's funny because I think now Jed's gone from Penrith. It's the first uh, decade since the 40s that it hasn't been a Cartwright at Penrith. So. Wow. Dad was involved through the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Um, the, you know, myself, Dave and Cliff and Michael were involved through the 80s, 90s, 2000s. Bryce was there in 2010. Yep. Jed was there in the from 10 to 20. So probably the first year since the 40s that we haven't had a cut right um, at Penrith. So thought about that on the way here. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty rare record, I would Amazing. think. That, um but it's made it. It started with with that. You know, I was born in '65. Penrith came in in '67. Yep. Um, you know, I was I was the fourth child. Mum was busy raising the four kids, mm. um, so I was the lucky one. I, the other boys were at school and my sister, so I got to go to work with dad. Um, and they made my first memories ever. Uh, I roll around the floor in his office, um, sitting on the <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the tractor with him, mowing the fields at Penrith Park. Uh, you know, going to the game, sliding down the hill on the cardboard, going to try and steal the corner post after the game. Yep. And, you know, those days you could run on the field after the game. So you got to touch the players and, the, yeah. you know, the players didn't mind that at all. They were, it, it was – it was, yeah, like I said, mate, I, I, I had the probably the perfect childhood for someone who loved rugby league. Mitch Moses was a Legend Series guest all the way back to Episode 2. He told some cracking yarns in a truly unfiltered interview. Did you ever feel the pressure of the curse of Peter Sterling? So good was he, so high that he set that bar. It's been very tough on a lot of eels halves in the years since. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't really feel anything like that, eh? I didn't. I didn't think anything like that when I signed at the club, and yeah. even playing that that at the start, I didn't didn't think of it at all. And um, I don't think it was really. It was pretty much it was spoken a fair bit when I first signed, and then, yeah. um, but then made it, it pretty much died away. Like yeah. like a, if you're winning games, all those headlines go away, and and things like that. So that's that's what we were doing. So um, you know, I pretty much found if if you're winning games, you're shutting everyone up, I guess, and. Um, it wasn't to be in 2018, I guess, but pop copped a, yeah. a fair pizzling in 2018. But um, yeah, it was um, yeah. I didn't I didn't really think of it too much in in that way. No. From the highs of 17 to the lows of 18, you guys got the wooden spoon. What went wrong, and and how did it leave you feeling? Mate, I get asked this question so much, and it's I, don't, I actually I don't know what happened. Like it just happened. We, yeah, Haynes has come to the club. He's bought so much in the preseason. He's been enormous for us, and. Uh, we've gone out. We beat we beat Newcastle by 
by 50 and we go to round one. It's round one in Penrith. We went out to a 14-0 lead within 10 minutes, uh, within 20 minutes yep. or something. And we still say this thing, we still say this thing to um to to Wong and Blake to to this day. We it was 14-0 just before half time and Wong and Blake has got been dropped under or something and he's gone step, 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 bump, bump, gone and scored. And we've said to this day, we go, mate, you fucking ruined our whole our whole fucking <laughs> season. Whole year. And mate, from then on it just went downhill. Um, but yeah, mate, we still we still blame Wonga to that day for ruining our 2018 season. Want to know what's coming up on the podcast? Well, stalk us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Andy Raymond. Share the love and share the posts. In round one of the 1993 Australian Rugby League, as it was then, the Gold Coast Titans would have three future State of Origin players on their interchange. One was making his first grade debut. That man, the great man, Adrian Vowles, has dropped on in. What do you recall of that day at Campbelltown Sports Ground? Oh, it was scary for me, I guess. I'd, I'd played in the Tui's Challenge a couple of weeks before against Canterbury, against Jared McCracken, and, and that, that was scary enough. You know, he was a massive bloke and... So I, I'd come off the bench against West. So I was I just tried to be as busy as I could when I got on there and plenty of runs and but yeah, very exciting, very daunting as well at, at Campbelltown. You're on the bench with Wayne Bartram and Jason Hetherington. We look back now, that is a stacked bench, my friend. Yeah, in the funny three three future Queensland players and um, interesting enough, you know, under twenty one side the year before. Uh, 92, I think there was myself, that Jamie Goddard, Jeremy Slosh, then uh, add in first graders, Dave Bobang, Andrew Whittington, all these people that were in that under 21. So like we had, we, we had definitely had potential there. We just, it's just probably poorly run as a club. Slossy. Oh, infamous. I wonder how his shoe is all these years later. Mate, tell me, I'm great, Matt's with Scotty Sattler, and he's uh, a regular on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Was he as big a pain in the ass back then as he is now? Oh, massive, massive pain in the ass back then, mate. Nothing changes. And you always knew when it was the TV game with Sats because did, we didn't get on TV every week, but you always knew his hair was just yeah. immaculate, just beautifully done. He smelled better. Like he was, you go, oh, it's a TV game today, Sats. I love it. Mate, Wally Lewis was the coach of the footy side, and... Really, that's dreams come true stuff for a young Queenslander to play under the king in year number one. Yeah, it was amazing. I um, All I wanted to do was play good for him. I never wanted to let him down in, in any game. and I, Plus, I was shit scared of him as well. You know, like when he, he, had, he had these massive mad eyes that yeah. you just, you know, and he looked at juniors going, holy shit, I've got a bloody... Uh, you know, put a good performance in. But I, I had a really good year. Love playing under him, you know, and um, you know, who doesn't love the king as your coach? He's a really personable bloke and a wonderful human, isn't he? For all his successes, he's an even better bloke. Yeah, I got on really well and we formed a good relationship. I wouldn't have said it, he liked me the year before I played. I think I sat on the bench the year before about 10 times and oh. didn't get a run. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, but I... Showed him the next year that you know um, someone who wanted to play for him and, and, and play well, and you know, we've been stayed friends since then. A lot of good young kids, but some established senior guys at the club at the time. 
Brent Todd comes to mind. He'd left the Raiders after the salary cap dramas. Now, that big man is just a born leader, isn't he? Yeah, it, it was, you know, to see those sort of blokes come to your club, uh, Steve Jackson was another, yeah. like, um, you know, obviously grand final winning players and, and um, you know, and state of, state of origin and test players as well. So it was, it was great that they had come to the club. How does a boy from Charleville end up on the Gold Coast? Well, I, I had to move. I said I wanted to do something with footy. And um, so I was lucky enough to get an apprenticeship before I finished school. So I finished grade 12. A week later, I'm on the Greyhound bus to the Gold Coast. And then I think the next very next day, I started work as an uh, apprentice cabinet maker. And then I ended up having a year in the Tweed Seagulls under 19. Yep. Um, Tommy Searle was my captain, Michael Searle's dad. The late Tommy Searle, and I had got a trial. But how I got the trial was interesting because we, the Gold Coast Seagulls were going to put, so in 1991, the Gold Coast Seagulls were going to put under 21 side in. But yep. in 1990, we were, we were going to play some trials. So I'd played three trials, and I was always getting, always starting on the bench. And then this one day, we were playing Steve Rogers' Group 18 rep side. The great Steve Rogers, my idol. Yep. Anyway, we've, we've warmed up. And Steve Rogers comes over to our coach and says, oh, look, have you got a 5'8"? Mine hasn't turned up. And my coach has gone, take him quickly. So I've gone, how good is this? Yeah. He's my, he's my idol. I'm going to go play for Steve Rogers. So I played for Steve against us. And I scored two tries and set three up. And I got a, I got a trial the following week in reserve grade against the Brisbane Broncos. And then I got a contract. That's how I got my contract. Amazing story. So Steve Rogers, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Sludge. We used to hear the Gold Coast was a party club, a great place to live, but hard to concentrate on footy. How was it for you? Because there's plenty of mischief to get up to on the coast for a country lad. Yeah, well, I, when I first moved there, I thought, how good's this place? Yeah. No one will know what I, what I get up to here. But look, I, I, I've never been a drinker during the week, so it never really bothered me. I, I, um, I tended to I have a drink after the game. I yep. certainly did that. And, some of the you know, best memories of my life are at, at Seagulls and probably Melba's, I think, Melba's nightclub. And, yes. But it was um, good times. And 14 of us lived at the Isle of Palms Resort at Eleanora oh. from the – yeah, so we had some we had some fun. Um, but, you know, we all trained hard. All the young yep. fellas had pretty good attitudes, actually, so it was, it was awesome. Debut year, player of the year at the club, an outstanding start to an outstanding career. Thanks for dropping in, Adrian Vowles. When it was announced Melbourne's backup hooker Brandon Smith was okay to talk to other clubs, a couple of coaches started dribbling, salivating, and checking with the CFO how much coin was in the kitty. One coach, though, openly said, no, we've got a number nine for long term and for good. That man was Nathan Brown of the Warriors. His reasoning was he reckons he's got a quality long term nine already at the club. And I have to agree, the fella is Wade Egan, mate. And I don't want to embarrass you, but that's an enormous vote of confidence from a new coach. Yeah, it definitely was um, pretty, you know. Um, good reading that sort of stuff, yeah. you know, when you when your coach sort of backs you at the start of the year, and um, I've you know had a couple of conversations with Brownie, and he's um, sort of said similar things to me that he you believes I can do the job for the team. So um, you know, with the new additions of you know Big Adam and Murdoch Masilla and Kane Evans, it sort of helps my game having those big boys around me to um, in defence and attack. So um, yeah, very excited for the season, and um, yeah, really happy to work with um, Brownie. 
you're probably too young to remember Brownie as a player. Very, very clever hooker. Very clever player. He'll bring a lot to your game, I reckon. As it started, the little tips, the chats, the advice. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's picked up some things that I've never, you know, never even thought of. So wow. Um, yeah, even in video sessions and stuff, um, you know, passing off different legs and um, how you can isolate defenders and stuff like that. I haven't really done done too much, um, you know, under other coaches. But yep. yeah, him being a number nine himself, he definitely um, picks up on things that I've sort of never really looked at. You know the downside. The word is that a coach that played in your position is harder on that player. Yeah, definitely. I think <laughs> um, I think you sort of said that to me. You know, you can um, pick up things that yeah. you know, maybe other coaches that didn't play dummy half can't. So um, you know, but I'm happy. I'm happy to cop the criticism and uh, feedback from him. Um, I know he means well, and yep. whatever he says, I'll sort of take on board. It's been a slow build at the Warriors over the last couple of years. It has been frustrating at times. Good recruitment in what's been a really weird but shortened off-season, though, mate. You mentioned some of those names. Good stuff. Yeah, great stuff. Um, you know, some of the things that Adam's done just in the preseason, just I don't know how he moves. So he's 120 kilos and he he's probably quicker than me. So um, And just some of the stuff where he puts his body and uh, it's pretty weird. He's a big, flexible thing that you don't mm. really – you wouldn't think he would be, but, yeah um, – just the way he moves his body and gets in between between players, it's um yeah pretty incredible. Thanks for dropping in, mate. Chat again soon. No worries. Thank you. If you're enjoying Andy Raymond Unfiltered, give us some love. Go to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening and subscribe to the podcast. Then whack in a five-star rating and a review. As random and weird-ass as you like, funniest weekly review wins an unfiltered trucker's hat. Yeah, bribery. Get to it, legends. It's that easy to win a hat. This week's winner is BHU42. Get in touch, legend. We'll have a hat on its way this week. Thanks also to Ads17, Track and Fielder, Tommy O, the Mac Monster, 8-Ball Charlie, Tell Me, Tell You, Steve H78, hardcore icon as well. We really appreciate the reviews and the five stars legend. We don't know how, we don't know why. It just helps us on the charts and the search engines as we look to spread the unfiltered gospel. Have a great week, you well-hung, extraordinarily good-looking manly beasts. And so too to the wonderful sorts and souls who listen. Have a coldie for me, make sure it's chilled. Fire up the barbie, back a winner or two and relax. And don't forget to back Pikey in the last. <laughs>